Welcome to another episode of Young Entrepreneurs with the Green Roof Team. My name is Alex Fernandez, your host, and today we're joined by one of our team members, Tanner Clark. And today's episode is going to be over the topic, Business Comes First, Family Second, from the book by Kevin Johnson, The Entrepreneur's Mind. So Tanner, when you first hear that topic, Business Comes First, Family Second, do you have any ideas on it? initially oh yeah yeah um so as i as i was perusing the book that is the first one that really stood out to me because and, and the author mentioned this as well in that topic it's um kind of an unspoken reality i think for a, a lot of people it's something that like perhaps a lot of people acknowledge but don't talk about and don't want to say, you know? So because of that, I thought that him, you know, explicitly making that a, a subject within his book was sort of controversial, if you will, or at least was kind of a heavy subject, um, especially in our, in our post pandemic world of, of, of living on the other side of 2020, um, everybody has revisited their work-life balance. And I think that the relationship between your work life and your family life is, is obviously at the core of that, you know? So I think that that topic especially really popped out at me. It's something that I thought, honestly, I was going to disagree with what he said. And that's another reason that attracted me to, to look into that topic more um examine it you know with what he says compared to like my own life so that that's those were my first reactions as i found that topic and began reading through that set that section and i couldn't agree more it is quite um converse, conver, controversial controversial yeah first grammar mistake of the day hopefully the last but I, again i couldn't agree more i know in terms of entrepreneurship back in, I would say the early 1900s and throughout the 1900s, it was that mentality of the hustle culture and going about just pushing through, getting as much work as you can, putting as much time as you can. But now as you move forth, definitely in the last maybe half decade, it became more about productivity. How can you be more efficient, spend the least amount of time to get the maximum revenue you can. Mm. And one quote that they had in the book was good things happen when you get your priorities straight. And I think that coincides well with work-life balance, being able to understand what you value and put the more, most times into those areas. Yeah, the, the balance especially and getting the priorities is something that the author, um, he highlighted a lot within that section, you know, because he didn't, he didn't title it you know, work comes first, absolutely. But he did mean that, you know, in a lot of cases, it does. And it's not just the default that um, you, your work comes first. But one of the things that he, he wrote about that stood out to me is that, you know, you're ultimately still working for your family you know, um, 
And we all have to ask, ask ourselves that question, especially as, as, you know, starting a business and working for yourself, making your own work, but even, even as an employee within a company, um, what are you there for? Why are you spending your time here when you could be somewhere else? Um, family is obviously a, a huge part of that. You got to be able to pay the bills to, you know, feed and clothe yourself and the people you care about, especially the people you care about, really. And your work, whether it may be on your own, entrepreneurial or with a company, is, is in many cases for that, for that primary goal, you know? Um, so to have that in mind as you're getting your priorities straight is always something huge, you know? Um, the independence that he talked about with, with being an entrepreneur, being your own boss, um, I think is a huge part, part as well to, to both sides of that, you know, prioritizing your work in many cases. So sometimes, yeah, there's some nights you can't spend with your family, but on the other hand, you make your own hours. So where a company might say, Hey, you've got to work this weekend, you know, um, we're behind schedule. So whatever you're planning to do, spend that quality time, you know, as an entrepreneur, that's your decision to make, you know, when you need to be working, um, and it's no one else's. So it can still enable you to have better quality time with your family, you know? So it's, it's just, um, part of that, part of that calculus, part of the equation that everybody needs to figure out for themselves because everybody's life is different. Everybody's family dynamics are different. So you're going to have to find a way that works best for you, you know, so that you can keep providing for your family while, you know, also maintaining your sanity, you know? 110% could agree more. One topic that I feel comes out of here is, as you mentioned, the idea of being both independent and flexible. But with that comes maybe other skills like time management. Um, Tanner, do you have any tips for the audience on how you go about time management? Yeah, yeah. So time management especially is something that I've, I've needed to revisit in the past couple months as I have, you know, graduated and started work with ADM while also, you know, continuing to contribute to Green Roof Team and just, uh, and, you know, moving to a new city, life, a lot of life changes, you know? So in all that, all that noise, all that hullabaloo, you've got to manage your time because you know, no matter who you are, no matter what you do, you've only got 24 hours in a day. So you better be, be using it wisely. I think, you know, for the green roof team, one of the best ways that we can manage our time is simply by prioritizing and, and understanding what we need to do. A great way that we do that is, is through our thorough use of ClickUp, you know, so Whenever I have time to decide to be doing green roof teamwork, the first thing I do is get on ClickUp. I check my notifications. Um, and plus, I, I mean, I get them. I get updates throughout the day on my phone um, when, when something new is assigned or a deadline is up. So I know, you know, both what is important, what takes priority, and what's urgent. You know, what are my deadlines coming up? So that, that shows you what. And I think that that's... Um, an important first step but then beyond that of course you need to 
prioritize if you want to manage your time best. I personally like to use and, and eat that frog method. Um, I, I, you've probably heard of this before, but it's it's a quote that I think is often um, accredited to Mark Twain, although I don't know if that's exactly who said it. But the saying goes something along the lines of, if you start your day by eating a frog, everything else that day is going to seem great. You know? And so the idea behind that is the first thing you do should be the most important, probably the hardest thing you do that day. Often those, those coincide, although not necessarily. But it's just saying that we always want to prioritize the most important work, the things that we get the most value from. We want to do that first so that we don't run out of time. Then if we have more time, we can do the lower priority things um, and get those, check those off the list as well. But that first thing we do is we want to eat that frog. And, you know, for, for me, I feel like that's a very way, good way to continue to motivate myself because once I've done that hardest thing, everything else seems so much easier. It's like I'm going downhill from there and I'll get a lot more done. Otherwise, I kind of use smaller tasks to kind of procrastinate, if I'm being totally honest. I'll do these little things and tell myself, well, I'm doing something, I'm being productive, you know, but at the end of the day, then, you know, my time will be gone and I still haven't gotten done what really needs to be done. So making sure you know what tasks are ahead of you by using any kind of product management software, just a to-do list, you know, sometimes that's all it takes. Knowing what tasks you have, getting an idea of how much time you have and prioritizing from there, I, I think is really just the fundamentals of time management. And if you can handle that and do that well, you will be a step above the rest, a step above like 90% of people who, you know, just kind of do what they're told or go about their day. So. Yeah. Can I agree more um, by seeing everything that you have on your to-do list and breaking down like, oh, these are super important. These are super urgent compared to it's not too urgent, not too important can understand what needs to be done when it can be done mm. and see like throughout the week like okay we can do x y and z here take some rest here finish up the rest over here and just overall have that mindset of that peace of mind mindset yeah and if you're having trouble i i definitely like to use a an importance urgency matrix you know um, some people also call them an Eisenhower matrix because I think President Eisenhower used them before. But you basically just make a four quadrant kind of graph, and you've got like high priority, low priority on one side, and then you've got urgent, not urgent, you know, on the top and bottom. And you can sort your, all your tasks into those four quadrants. So the high priority, urgent things you want to do those first thing the low priority not urgent things you just want to honestly delegate to somebody else or not do at all they might not be worth your time then those other two quadrants you can prioritize those and order them as you see fit you know so it's just another another mechanism to make sure that you're staying on track because you know obviously we it's very easy to get overwhelmed when you have a huge to-do list and you don't know how to go about it. 
And for me, that's when procrastination sets in. That's when, you know, I just try pushing it off. I try not thinking about it because I don't want to do this, you know, huge thing that's before me. But, you know, if you break it up into chunks, inch by inch, life is a cinch. Yard by yard, life is hard, you know. So just, you know, make life a cinch for yourself. Take things one step at a time. Cool. So as you go about your days and you plan them all out, do you ever have a moment where it's, hey, maybe we need a different strategy or a different way to go about time management? So um, specifically, what is that point when you feel you might need to take a step back, do some reflection, maybe find a new strategy? Mm-hmm. Well, admittedly for me, I, I think I finally know when I need to like take a step back and revisit what I'm doing, what I'm missing deadlines. Um, a good example is like most recently myself with green roof team, I was um, missing a lot of deadlines like back in June, early in summer, you know, and I need to go back and see, all right, well, what's, what's holding me up on this? What's the difficulty for me? A large part of that was, um, this 5k that I was putting on for, um, the chapter of my, my Lions club back in my hometown. Um, and that was something that, you know, I needed to find ways to mitigate that. A large part of that was communication with, with you, Nelson, and the rest of the management team, you know, letting you know my, my obstacles and what I was, but the progress I was making on that side, you know, cause once I had myself freed from that, I was able to devote more time to green roof team. Um, so I would say communication is key. If I would have done anything differently there, I would have been more proactive with all that stuff, you know, instead of letting deadlines go over and, and talking, you know, during management meetings, it probably would have been better to instead have let everybody know before the meeting so that we can, you know, adjust, delegate, make sure that we're, we're staying on, on track there, you know? So, um, I, I think it's good to like on a regular basis, revisit what you're doing. Make sure you're hitting your marks. And especially if you're missing deadlines, you need to take take a look. But hopefully, if you're frequently revisiting that, it's not like it takes very long. You know, just a few minutes to, to know um, what you've done and where you're going. That frequent, like, time management maintenance, as it were, um, can help keep you on the right track. So I think that's a great way to, to keep moving forward. Awesome. Definitely can agree more. Um, my personal take on it, I like to do a plus minus delta anytime I'm doing that sort of reflection, seeing everything going right. So then we can, I can go appreciate small wins, see what's not going right. So then I can go about solving and think, hey, maybe we need this new strategy to tackle this problem. Um, for example, in the mornings, the way I was going about my morning routine was not the best. I didn't get motivated to begin the day off. So I began trying new techniques, maybe a little bit of yoga at the forum, maybe reading a few chapters of the book to help yeah. get Jesus along and see, hey, I can go tackle this day. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's always good to be able to, to revisit things. And you read up a good point with, you know, appreciating the small wins too, you know, because maybe at the end of the day, you haven't made as much progress as you would have liked, but did you spend, you know, any, any time at all on, on goals and 
projects that you find important, you know, that you feel brings value, whether it's, you know, um, to your family, um, helping to provide for your family or something that you yourself find fulfilling. Even if you spent five minutes doing that, you know, that's an inherent, that's, that, 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 that's a straightforward good. And you should, you should celebrate that and be thankful for that, that you were able to do that. You know, uh, that's something I, I forget a lot, you know, I'm focused on, okay, I missed this, this, and this, but at the same time, I, you know, I still managed to do this, this, and this, you know? So it's, it's good to keep a, a balanced view on, on life in that respect. So Tanner, as we begin going towards the end of our episode, I have a question that can help tie back the beginning of the topic of the episode. So it goes back to an analogy. Anytime you go on a flight and the flight attendants are giving the emergency um, protocol, the introduction call, they talk about, oh, if we need oxygen masks, remember to put it on yourself first before helping others. Um, how does that tie into business coming first, family second? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you know, I'm gonna kind of use another example to, uh, I, I guess, answer that analogy. Another way that I thought about this, this whole section, I was thinking about the relationship between family and business. And the first thing that popped in my head was, was farming families, you know, and how the whole family like is part of the business. The business is, is the family, you know, both, both sides of my, my family farm. I'm not personally, I didn't grow up as a farm kid, but both of my parents did. So I'm familiar with some of, with some of those aspects, you know, and in that way, kind of like you know you got the air hose on the airplane the the family business is really the lifeblood of the family you know it's how the family operates together for better and for worse you know because sometimes it's not sometimes it's not stellar but it's it's what provides for the family and it's how they make their living you know for generations and generations whether it's on a on a family farm or the, or the family business, you know, that's been, that's been handed down because not only are you working on financial means of providing for your family, but hopefully you as a family are, are learning and growing together to cooperate as an effective team to teach skills to one another and, and overall just make each other better people. You know, so ultimately with the airplane, the parent puts on the mask first so that they can then provide for their kids. Um, empty vessels can't pour. They can't fill, fill other vessels, you know, so you got to be able to take care of yourself first. And sometimes you need to take care of the business so that then you can take care of your family, um, whether that be, you know, a business you're starting as an entrepreneur or a business that, that your whole family's in, you know, um, life, life can't just be all fun and games, but I don't know to, to, to not get too, too far off into this. I think some of the best bonding moments and sometimes 
where you learn and, and draw closer to people is really when you're working with them. I really feel like you can find out so much more about people. Um, and like, that's, that's what I remember the most about my family, you know, like, um, like my father and my grandpa and my uncle and, and, and everybody really is working, working together. That's, that's where I see their authentic selves, you know? Love the example of the farming families and couldn't agree more with if you're an empty vessel, you can't go help others. Um, just like if you have a pitcher and you're trying to pull water out of it, if you don't have any water to pull out of it, you can't share any water. Exactly. Exactly. And, and that goes both ways, you know? So it's like, if I got my business here, the, the business needs to be healthy. Otherwise my family's going to suffer. But if I personally am empty, I can't provide, I can't, you know, support my business and I can't support my family. So it's, it's a definitely a, a balancing act between those two. How do I take care of myself? How do I take care of my business? How do I take care of my family? You know? Um, so sometimes it's a, sometimes it's a complicated game, but you know, it's what we choose to play. And on that note, we are concluding another episode of Young Entrepreneurs with the Green Roof Team today with Tanner Clark talking about business comes first, family second. If you would like to hear more episodes, please do. We have amazing guests on the show as well as our managers coming in and talking about different topics about entrepreneurship. If you're interested in learning more about who we are and what we do, come join us on our website, greenroofteam.com. You can also find us on LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And don't forget, stay sustainable, folks. <laughs>